Hello, thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to Westside Ministry San Diego with me, Ginger Cancino. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this teaching. Today I want to go over two dreams that I have had. And if you're if you're a spiritual dreamer, God gives you things in dreams, you will know it. Um, there's certain elements to dreams that God gives us and, uh, not every dream that we have is from God, but there are certain things that God will show us in dreams that lets us know they are from him throughout the whole Bible, the old and new Testament people were talked to through dreams and visions and, and God's audible voice and the still small voice God speaks to us in many, many ways if we will believe, if we'll let him out of that box that we have him in and say, okay, God, whatever you want to show me, whatever you want to tell me, do it because I'm here and I want to do what you'd have me to do. All through Revelations chapter 1 through 3, it says, uh, let him with the ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. God is speaking to the churches and God is speaking to his children individually. If we will listen, he will do it for anyone. I've had several dreams that have come to pass. <clears throat> some were warning dreams. Some were... um prophetic dreams and I'm waiting on a couple prophetic dreams to come to pass. God has also given me a word of knowledge and word of wisdom to say to people sometimes that he wants them them to know uh, what whatever it is they're praying about or whatever's going on in their life. He wants them to know certain things. If you are open to being used by God, just ask him to use you. Just tell him that you want his will done in your life no matter what. Absolutely no matter what. And I'm telling you, God will start talking to you in ways that you have never heard him before. <clears throat> Today, I again, I'm going to go over two dreams. One I had last night. And I dreamt that me and two of my other friends were standing. I don't even know where we were standing. It, all I saw was me and two other ladies. And I know them. And I'm not going to name them. But um, we were singing. We were singing um, Peace in the Valley. And so as I <clears throat> woke up, I woke up and I was singing that. And then I started singing it out loud a little bit because I was singing it in my heart and I started singing it out loud a little bit. So I thought, okay, when I get up, I'm going to look up the lyrics to this song. It is an old hymnal that used to be sung when I was a child and going to church with my parents. It is a, it's a beautiful song and, and I love it, but I could not remember the core, uh, the, the verses to it. I could just remember the course to it. And so it starts off, I'm going to read this, this song to you. It starts off, oh, well, I'm tired and so weary, but I must go along till the Lord comes and calls, calls me away. Oh, yes. Well, the morning's so bright and the lamb and the lamb is a light and the night, the night is as black as the sea. Oh, yeah. There will be peace. In the valley for me 
someday. There will be peace in the valley for me, O Lord, I pray. There'll be no sadness, no sorrow, no trouble, trouble I see. There will be peace in the valley for me. Well, the bear will be gentle, and the wolves will be tame, and the lion shall lay down by the lamb. Oh, yes. And the beasts of the wild shall be led by a child, and I'll be changed, changed from this creature that I am. There will be peace in the valley for me some day. There will be peace in the valley for me, O Lord, I pray. There'll be no sadness, no sorrow. O oh, my Lord, no trouble, trouble I see. There will be peace in the valley for me, for me. And so as I was reading the lyrics of that song, it starts off at the beginning. I'm tired and so weary, but I must go alone. You know, a lot of times we are tired and we're weary and we feel like we are completely and utterly alone. Like there is no one on this earth that is walking this walk with us. We, <clears throat> we may go to, you know, a small church or a big church and still feel completely alone. Your spouse may serve God or maybe not serve God, but you can still feel completely alone. And when I was reading that, I was reminded of my, my desert time. And still, I go through it a little bit. But God has given me, He has shown me the new season that I am going to walk in. So I'm, I'm, I praise Him and thank Him for that. And uh, waiting for that season to start. I know it's right around the corner. But we all get tired and so weary, but we must go alone. If you're walking alone, you don't have to. If you go to church, find someone, find a couple ladies, find a couple men and, and, you know, become friends so that you can reach out to them and talk to them. We don't have to travel alone, but a lot of times we feel like we are. And, it, and then it goes on to say, till the Lord comes and calls, calls me away. Oh, yeah. And well, the morning's so bright and the lamp is a light and the night is as black, black as the sea. Isn't that how we feel sometimes? We feel like we're children of God, but we feel like we're walking in complete darkness. It's like, it's like you're trying to, you're in a dark room. If you've ever been in an, an extremely dark room and you're trying to find your way through and you can't even see your hand in front of your face. But you're feeling around for the furniture or the door or whatever. But it's as black as, as black can get. And you may feel like that in your heart. You may feel like that in your life. But don't give up. Don't stop walking with God. Reach out to people. Reach out to me, Westside Ministry San Diego Facebook page. Private message me. Reach out to people. We are there to help you on this walk and this journey with Christ. I have had to, to get people to help me. And I love the mentors that I have in my life. And I thank God for them. But don't continue to walk this alone. 
And then the Course says there will be peace, peace in the valley for me someday. Someday there's going to be complete, total, and utter peace like you've never experienced it before. There'll be no sadness, no sorrow, no trouble. Nothing. It'll just be peace. And then the next two course uh, verses lets us know exactly what this song is saying. Well, the bear will be gentle and the wolves will be tame and the lion shall lay down, down by the lamb. And the beasts of the wild shall be led by a child and I'll be changed, changed from this creature that I am. That is talking about the new Jerusalem. When heaven comes down on earth and Christ establishes his kingdom on earth, the bears will be gentle, the wolves will be tame, and the lion will lay down with the lamb. The beasts of the wild will be led by a child, and we will be changed, changed from this creature that we are. Isn't that so amazing and wonderful? I'm going to pet me a lion. I'm going to I'm going to lay in the field with the lion. I'm going to love all over that big cat. It's going to be wonderful and amazing. When we get there, there's going to be peace in the valley for us someday. Don't give up. Don't surrender to Satan's tactics. Don't allow him to bring you down. Stay close to God. Pray and read every day. Pray and read and get close to Christ. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a fire lit in you so, so hot and burning that it, 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 you cannot consume it. You've got to let it out. You've got to tell others. You've got to, you got to sing songs of praises. And oh my goodness, it is just so wonderful. So wonderful. So wonderful. So me and two other ladies were singing this song. And again, I'm not going to name the ladies, but I'm going to tell you what their names mean. The first name means clear, sparkling gem, no blemishes. No cuts, no nothing, just clear and sparkling. And that is how we have to be to make it to heaven. God is going to have Christ come back for a church without spot or blemish, the Bible says. Be without spot and blemish. Serve him with your whole heart. We're not perfect. We are nowhere near perfect. But if we stay in under the wings of our heavenly father where he hides us and protects us and we stay there and we and we worship him and we love him and we we serve him we're going to be counted as one without spot or blemish we've accepted jesus christ he has washed us clean and righteousness has been put on us the robes of righteousness the bible says so we are without spot or blemish, but we have to stay close to the Father. The second lady that was singing with me, her name means God has favored. God has favored his children. He has favored you because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. We will go to heaven because we are favored, because we accepted Jesus Christ. Stay close to God. Stay close to Christ. Read your Bible daily. Pray daily. 
If it's hard for you to understand the the Bible that you have, some people it's very hard to understand the King James Version. Get the new King James Version. It is just simply speaking a little more like we would nowadays. Because sometimes it can be a little difficult to under the, understand the King James Version. So get the new King James Version. I want to encourage you. Time is short. End is near. There is absolutely nothing that needs to be done before Jesus blows the trumpet to bring his children home. Or the angel blows the trumpet. But anyway, there's nothing else that needs to be done. Nothing. Every prophecy that had to be fulfilled before this could happen has been fulfilled. And during the tribulation, people are still going to be saved. There's going to be angels flying in the heavens preaching the gospel. There's going to be the two witnesses that come onto the earth and preach the gospel. There's going to be the 144,000 sealed Jews that are going to be here preaching the gospel. And we know that that it's um, sealed Jews because in Revelations it states that there's 12,000 from each tribe and there's 12 tribes of Israel. So they are going to be the Jewish people that will be sealed. 144,000. But stay close to God. Stay close to Him. This is exciting times. This is an exciting time. And Satan will... Try to make you weary. He will try to bring you down. He will try to stop your testimony. He will try to stop you from reaching out to people and praying and, and, and helping. And if we're not serving and we're not loving others, then God is not within us. We must be serving and loving others for God's spirit to be within us because that is who God is. He is love. He is service. He helps us. He's there for us. Ah, this is, this is a wonderful, wonderful time for the children of God. There's no need to be uh, frightened with what is to come because God is there for us. The second dream I want to talk about right quick is a dream I had about a year ago, and I just never felt really comfortable to, to release it. But God tells us that to be watchmen on the wall, to shout out like trumpets when things are happening, and to warn his people. So the second dream I want to talk about right quick is a dream that I had. I saw like an engine, like out of a car or a truck, and it was completely covered with ice, um, frost, actually, not, not ice, but frost. And I stood there and I was looking at this. The, the engine was completely white with frost. I could tell it was, it was a cold time and, and seemed like it was during a winter time. And it was completely covered with frost. And on this engine were two manila envelopes. And on both envelopes was the um, seal for nuclear weapon. Now, in my dream, when I was looking at these two manila envelopes, one was um, on front of the uh, 
engine and one was on the side of the engine. And when I looked at them, I didn't really know if that was the symbol for nuclear weapons. So after I woke up, I Googled the symbol of a nuclear weapon or of nuclear weapon and, and it was. And so I had prayed and prayed and prayed and God will give you the interpretation to your dreams. He will. He gives us dreams for a reason, not for us to be completely confused for the rest of our days and not seek out the interpretation. He wants us to seek out the interpretation. You can do that through prayer and fasting. And then the, the Bible, you know, you can look and see what some symbols. Obviously, serpent means Satan and attack. And boy, I've had quite a few dreams of, of being bit by, you know, serpents and <laughs> And, you know, it's just God warning me. And I'm so thankful for the warning dreams that he gives me. But in this dream, I just stood there and I was looking at the engine. And then I woke up. That's all I remember is just standing there staring at this engine covered with frost with two manila envelopes. And I have a, a mentor in um, Nashville, Arkansas who has also been blessed with the gift of interpreting dreams. And I felt like God gave me the interpretation of this dream, but I wanted to run it by her because, you know, this seemed pretty important to me. Like, like it was a dream not just for me, but for others as well. You know, sometimes God gives me dreams just for me, just to, to tell me something or to, to warn me about something. And then other times he will give me dreams that I need to tell others. And so this dream is obviously a warning that quite possibly nuclear weapons can be used. Obviously, a lot of nations have nuclear weapons, not just the United States. But I am not 100% sure if it's two separate nations that do two separate nuclear weapons or if it's two nations together doing one nuclear weapon. Um, there was only one engine, but there were two manila envelopes. So that tells me that two separate groups or nations are involved two two separate are involved and then the nuclear symbol on both manila envelopes so to say with 100% certainty that there's going to be two nations that use two separate nuclear weapons i cannot say that but i do believe that god is warning us that nuclear weapons will be used in the future, near future, actually. Um, and with the, the war going on with Israel and Hamas and the war going on with Russia and Ukraine and China is backing Russia. And there's just so many different nations that are like, you know, fighting right now. Um, do not be surprised if a nuclear weapon is used. Again, I don't know if it's one nuclear weapon or two separate ones, but there'll be two separate nations um, using at least one nuclear weapon at some point. And so we just need to be praying 
We need to be fasting. We do not need to fear what God warns us about because if God reveals it, he's going to take care of us. He's not going to he's not going to leave us hanging high and dry. And pray that that this can be thwarted because sometimes God gives us warning dreams so that we can pray against them and 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 the the whole thing can be thwarted it can it it does not happen i've had dreams uh one recently about someone that i know passing or you know going home passing and uh so i just begin to speak life to that to that person in my prayers because sometimes warning dreams are for us to avert what is to come what could come down our path and so if we pray about these things God can turn them around we see this happening in Isaiah chapter 38 starting with verse 1 in those days Hezekiah was sick and near death and I and Isaiah the prophet the son of of Amoz went to him and said to him Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, Go and tell Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, surely I will add to your days fifteen years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of of Assyria, and I will defend this city. And this is the sign to you from the Lord that the Lord will do this thing which he has spoken. Behold, I will bring the shadow on the sundial, which has gone down with the sun on the sundial of Ahaz, 10 degrees backwards. So the sun returned 10 degrees on the dial by which it had gone down. So as we see here, Hezekiah, God told him, you're going to die. You're not going to live. But Hezekiah started to pray and he asked lord i pray how how i have remember now how i've walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight and god gave him 15 more years so when god tells us things and shows us things sometimes it's things that will come to pass no matter what other times it's things that can be turned around if we pray. Pray for the nation of Israel. Pray for our nation. We've had a lot of people come across the border. We have a lot of people protesting Israel at Harvard. They're on the Palestinian side and other big colleges where these people are going to college and they are protesting against Israel for the Palestinians when Hamas started the whole thing. If Hamas had not went into Gaza and did what they did, 
nothing would be going on right now. And the pictures on the news are horrific at the things that they have done. It is just so against God. And we need to pray. We need to pray for salvation for the enemies. We also need to pray that God will stop the evil that is coming against Israel. And that God will will help us to see in these last days. You know, the Issachars, they knew the signs and the seasons. In the Bible, it talks about that. We need to know the signs and the seasons that we are in. We need the Issachar anointing to know these things. Because God reveals things to us if we ask. He will. He is no respecter of persons. He will reveal them to us. So ask him to give you spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear. We really need to be praying for all the nations. You know, things can happen here in in the U.S. We could have another 9-11. Technically not planes going into buildings. But another big attack on our soil. Because we have no idea who's here. We have no idea what's going on. You, you can pretty much know that there are people here that hate the U.S. And that there are people here that will do some sort of attack on us inside our own nation. We know that they're here. But we need to pray and ask for God's protection and to encamp his angels round about us. Keep us safe from harm, but give us eyes to see. Give us the seven spirits of the Lord in Isaiah eleven two. the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. We need those. We need discernment. We need spiritual eyes to see what's going on in the spiritual realm so that we can be praying be praying with God's plan and against Satan's plan. We need knowledge and wisdom. It is time to start fighting the spiritual battle against the evil that is coming against the children of God here in the United States and around the world where Christians are being persecuted, but also pray against the evil that's coming against Israel right now. Be with God as close as you can. Read his word daily. Pray to him daily. Get ready for your redemption draweth nigh. Look up. Oh, the other day I was like, man, it'd be a great day for the rapture. Oh my goodness. You know, I know that there are people that are going to get left behind. And there's some in my family that could get left behind. And I've told them, don't take the mark. Don't do that. But there will be people that are saved during the tribulations. There will be millions upon millions saved during the tribulation. There will be people that know they were left behind. And it will be hard on them. But that will be their last line right there. They either have to serve God or take the mark and go to hell. We need to pray. We need to be in prayer about everything. Saving our lost loved ones. The evil that's going on. The evil that could happen here on our soil. That more than likely will happen here on our soil. We need to be praying. 
When God can change things, He can turn things around. We also need to pray that His will be done. His will be done. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening. And I pray that God blesses you and your family. And I pray that God uses each and every one of you mightily for His will to be done in your lives. That He shows you the path that you are to be on. For such a time as this, we are here. And our time is short. And the end is near. Get ready. (laughs) I am ready to hear that trumpet. Somebody drove by and blew the horn. Sorry about that. (laughs) So ready to hear the trumpet. And those that are left behind, I just pray that God will open their eyes to see Him. And will receive Him. The ultimate goal is being in heaven with God for all eternity. To worship Him. To throw our crowns at Christ's feet. And to take as many with us that will go. Thank you so much for listening. And God bless.